Welcome back to Round 12, the podcast that will always be dedicated to growth, development, and motivational mastery. I am your host, Sensei Roger B. Hamilton. Thank you for joining us again today for another episode of the Round 12 podcast series. Let's go get it. Pay the cost to be the boss. One, two, get down. Pay the cost to be the boss. Okay, what is this week's episode about? What does it mean when we say, I paid the cost to be the boss? And how does that play into our lives functionally and strategically? And when we examine this cocky and somewhat arrogant phrase, does it make the kind of sense to you that it makes with me? And can you handle the power of this statement coming at you? Look at me, you know what you see? A bad mother. So if you listen in to this podcast and you don't feel like you are getting the vibe or on board and maybe feeling a bit left out of the equation, that's okay. Maybe one day you will indeed pay the cost to be the boss. And then you'll know. For the rest of us, let's go. Business dictionary definition. Cost. An amount that has to be paid or given up in order to get something. In business, Cost is usually a monetary valuation of one, effort, two, material, three, resources, four, time and utilities consumed, five, risks incurred, and six, opportunity foregone in production and delivery of a good or service. All expenses are costs, but not all costs, such as those incurred in acquisition of an incoming generating asset, are expenses. Urban Dictionary Definition Boss A person who knows what he or she wants, knows how to get what he wants, and gets it when he wants. He or she lives by his own or her own code and does not care about what others think. A boss has his or her own personality and does not follow the norm just because it's the norm. A boss does not settle for less than he or she is worthy of. Gabe has his own ambitions to become a recognized attorney. Everyone keeps talking about how hard it is to find a job and how difficult it is to be in the profession with junior lawyers being unable to find sufficient cases. But Gabe still persists in becoming a recognized attorney until he finally does. Because he was confident knew what he wanted, and could not care less what others thought. 
Gabe is such a boss. When we think about paying the cost, we simply recognize the work and the effort put in to become successful in our given task or goal. It ain't that complicated, and it covers more ground, more territory, and more activities than we generally recognize. Take the pregnant woman who walks around with a literal human life in her stomach for nine months thereabouts and has to contort her body and push with extreme power and control and focus and belief and utter commitment. She needs to be on point every day and eat well, sleep well, visualize the outcome and control her fears and doubts along the way so she can bring forth a new life. Now that's crazy. That's a mother. That, my friend, is a boss. And by all means, she paid the cost. To the entrepreneur, that foolish, crazy, motivated, inspired, focused, and directed visionary who makes her plan, lives her creed, and sometimes throws caution to the wind in her effort to discover what it is about herself she wants to say. I know this girl. I know her passion. I know her determination, I know her brassiness, and I especially know her fortitude and resilience. People like us, we have to do what we have to do. And once we know that, once we ask ourselves the question and we answer accordingly, we start working on the logo. We start making the business plan. We start projecting the image and we start building the brand. And we usually discover along the way that this kind of pursuit is not for the faint of heart or the one who is afraid. This challenge, this idea, this passion, this goal, this dream ain't for no pump. You can't get what you want till you know what you want. But when you know what you want, you put your money down, you put your time down and you take your shot. And in the end, you take the good with the bad and you move on. However it shakes out, you are successful because you stayed in touch with and trusted you. To the corporate executive who is immersed in a world difficult to explain to the outside. From my personal experience, I have found corporations to be growth oriented with a left hand for brothers like me. Friendly like a fuck you for Christmas and their gift is a curse. Shiny and new and big and proud and expansive. Fortune 500, Fortune 100, Fortune no hundred. When you don't learn the twists and turns and rules and games and unspoken laws of interaction and coexistence. Yale and Harvard and Princeton, all those institutions who teach their students that the world is yours if you follow our lead and pay our tuition and absorb the methodology that is presented to you, the doors to the illustrious corporations will be open and they will welcome you. But at Howard and Morgan and Grambling, they remind you differently. They advise you firmly that you will have to work twice as hard to get half as much accomplishment and a fractured acceptance, but you can and you will because we are behind you and we have been there before you and you are the future. Was it easy for them? Was it easy for me? No. Did I learn this objectionable truth? Yes. And are all the players unfair and disrespectful? No. But is the game fixed a little? Very distinctly, yes. Thank <laughs> you.
So in the end, here's to the steady and ultimate rise of fair play, respect, integrity, cultural diversity, and harmony, thereby creating a mastermind for all time and for all people. Good luck to us all. There's beauty in the struggle. To the teacher who commits himself to the student, even when his resources are skinny and his own dreams are challenged and his reciprocity is non-existent, but his commitment is without compromise. He is the keeper of the dream. He is the doer of the deed. He is the only one he knows that can do what he can do. He is your friend, even when you don't fully know it. He is paying costs that you sometimes never hear about. He is giving parts of himself that can never be replaced, but he gives them anyway, because he knows that somebody has to do it, and so he does. He prepares late at night. He rises early in the day. He challenges himself to be better in all things he can do and say. He takes the bull by the horns. He pulls you close to his chest. He drives you and pushes you with loving scorn. He prepares you to be your best. To all those dedicated women and purposeful men who have committed themselves to the betterment, growth, and development of others, may we salute you and thank you, madame, for that caring push and shove. Then down the road and up the hill, when we reflect, and open our eyes, we thank you also to serve with love. For the coach who barks the rules and imparts the strategy and keeps the team in line, we remember him and her so clearly and think of them all the time. To the author who wrote the book that changed our life forever, to the precious time we took to sit still and get it together, for the scientist or the inventor who gave us the electric lights. God, how many times he failed just to get it right. And for the computer analyst who configured just the right touch way before we even knew that we could go so far and do so much. And for the cabin crew, man, the way they hold it down. At 30,000 feet in the air, their talent and patience abound. Smiling like you told a joke, laughing and working right along, till before you know it, you're on the ground, and with a quick plane, they're gone. Pilots, mechanics, and attendants on the flight. Damn, that airline travel is dope, thanks to Wilbur and Orville Wright. And you, Mr. Police Officer, I know you paid your dues. And when the radio call comes through, who will answer but you? Who will run toward the fight and not the other way? Who will lift with all his might the stranger out of harm today? Yours, my friend, is a tricky task, a job that all can't do. So when your peers drop the ball sometimes, don't let that mess be you. To all of you who are for real and you want to do things right, as Nike says, just do it. It will ultimately turn out all right. And to the adoption parents 
who love in a way far beyond explanation or definition. They loved you in their heart before they even knew you. And when there was even just a hope of you, they loved the very thought of loving you. To these dear angels and chosen few, for all you did to try, many thanks and warm regards for the souls you saved. Your blessings come from way up high. God is looking down and he thanks you for intervening. Even on the days you frown, your soul, my dear, is gleaming. To the musician and all that funk and jazz, and every time I hear you speak, my future blends brilliantly with my past, rapping, tapping, plucking with magic on piano keys, thumping, bumping, making sound so clear that even the blind man sees. Mr. Music and Mrs. Sound, where would I be without you? You saved a life worth saving now, and my rhythm is all about you. And to the father, in a world where he may not be seen, heard, or recognized like his counterpart mother, but he persists anyway in the act and art and commitment of loving his children. He knows that all the songs are written to mama, and the most popular day for florists around the world is Mother's Day. He hears the sound and recognizes the varying cries of his infant child to comfort her and soothe him, just the same as mommy. But his job and his role is seen as an extension of his manhood, not the product of Mother Nature's finest symbol, and unfortunately is not always a reliable source of unconditional love and unfailing support. So he must live with the challenge of world history and the reality that while his is a secondary position, it must be primary to him. So when he stays up to feed along with mom just because she is up, or he does it himself, and when he holds it all together when mom is there, and when he holds it all together when mom is not, and when he becomes the thread that is woven into the fabric of his family's life, he therein pays the cost to be the boss. But his role, like no other, is such that taking credit for his efforts is not part of the deal. He does what needs to be done, when it needs to be done, whether he likes it or not. He becomes the keeper of discipline, and his role becomes the shadow of all that is good, but not all that is seen or known. And for the survivor of challenging circumstances, here you are, here you be. You paid the cost and you learn to see. No matter what, no matter how, no matter when or why, you and I, my friend, are bound from the magic word try. Never quit and never stop and never let it beat you. But never forget that those scars you have don't destroy. They simply just complete you. Keep on talking, baby.
Thank you for joining us again today for another episode of Round 12. May you live as long as you want and never want as long as you live. May the worst days of your future be like the best days of your past. And may you continue to answer life's bell every time. Until we meet again, time!